Good day and welcome to Partakers and to our series Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the church from its very origins through to the age of reasoning in the 18th century. Last week we looked at Europe, looking back to the glories of the Roman Empire with key figures such as Charles Martel and Charlemagne. Today on AHA, we will look very briefly at debates, decretals, a donation and doctrinal disputes, all of which help to make up what makes church history so fascinating. So firstly, let's look at a debate. During the 8th century, there was an intense debate over the use of images and pictures as aids to worship. Pope Gregory I had allowed them in order to stimulate worship, but he was very clear in that they were not to be objects of worship or adoration. However, they did quickly become objects of worship for some people and for some churches. The Eastern Orthodox Church eventually allowed salutation and honorific worship of images, which in turn led to the strong use of images within their worship services. And this practice is still alive in the Orthodox churches today. However, the Roman church have resisted their use. Now let's get on to the false decretals. In about the year 850, documents which we know to be decretals or papal orders purporting to go back to the first century were discovered. These documents, or decretals, contain decisions and laws of the Roman bishop, the Pope, and they were designed to elevate the power of the papacy. This was an attempt to prove the original power of the Pope and the bishops against the metropolitan and secular authorities. These documents mainly consisted of material plagiarized from older writings, including genuine documents and pieced together manuscripts. The excerpts of these decretals were freely altered and at times concluded differently to the originals. Chiefly, these false decretals safeguarded the privileges and choices of the bishops because the bishops were seen to be the pillars of the Christian church. Therefore they deserved protection from the laity and other bishops. However, these decretals were later found to be forgeries in the 15th century, but by that time they had already been well used by the papacy. These were discovered to be a forgery in the 15th century by an Italian Catholic priest, Lorenzo Valla. Part of these false decretals was a document, the Donation of Constantine, and it is quite possibly the most famous of all these decretals. This forged document claimed that Constantine had presented the Pope with the insignia of the Western Empire, giving the Pope authority over all the empire. However, there had been some doubt over their authenticity since the 11th century. Here is an excerpt 
from that decretal. Emperor Constantine yielded his crown and all his royal prerogatives in the city of Rome and in Italy and in western parts to the Apostolic See. The Emperor Constantine, the fourth day after his baptism, conferred this privilege on the pontiff of the Roman Church, that in the whole Roman world priests should regard him as their head, as judges do their king. We, together with all our satraps and the whole senate and my nobles, and also all the people subject to the government of glorious Rome, considered it advisable, as the blessed Peter is seen to have been constituted vicar of the Son of God on the earth, so the pontiffs who are the representatives of that same chief of the apostles should obtain from us and our empire the power of a supremacy greater than the clemency of our earthly imperial serenity is seen to have conceded to it, choosing that same chief of the apostles and his vicars to be our constant intercessors with God. And to the extent of our earthly imperial power, we have decreed that his holy Roman church shall be honoured with veneration, and that more than our empire and earthly throne, the most sacred seat of the blessed Peter, shall be gloriously exalted we giving to it power and dignity of glory and vigour and honour imperial. The pontiff, who at the time shall be at the head of the Holy Roman Church itself, shall be more exalted than and chief over all the priests of the whole world, and according to his judgment, everything which is provided for the service of God and for the stability of the faith of Christians, is to be administered. So there is debates, decretals, a donation, and lastly for today, a doctrinal dispute. During this period of time, there was also upheaval within the churches. The eastern and western churches had moved even further apart during this time. We have the eastern churches and the western churches and they move apart. So what are some of the differences between the Eastern and Western churches? Let's take language. The Eastern church spoke Greek, and the Western church spoke Latin. There was also an issue of theology. There was debate over the role of the Holy Spirit, the third member of the Trinity. The Eastern Church believed that the Holy Spirit was sent from the Father through the Son. The Western Church believed that the Holy Spirit was sent from the Father and the Son. Did you notice the difference? And there were further doctrinal disputes which arose. There was transubstantiation. Pascasius Radbertus wrote a treatise in 831 on the body and blood of the Lord defining the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. This was accepted as official doctrine at the Lutheran Council in 1215, as opposed to consubstantiation, which says that the bread and the wine turn into the actual body and blood of the Lord. Did you notice the difference? And then there was confession. 
This was popularized in the churches during the 8th century and it was first commanded by the bishop in 763. This is where people could go to their priest and confess their sins in secret. And then thirdly and finally, there was the priesthood. The priesthood was considerably elevated by now with the priests becoming a class of mediators between humanity and God. Hence their ability to take confession and to give forgiveness of sins. That's it for this time. Next time in our series AHA, we will look at the papacy at its very height. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers, where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. www.partakers.co.uk See you soon.